All right, Radio Impound Nation. Uh, today we got a special treat for you. On the line we got 1996 Roar two-wheel drive modified national champion and my old roommate Chris B. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Ben? How's it going, guys? How was Bing as a roommate? At Kirby. Can't complain. No complaints. Quiet, yeah. No, no issues there. No, no. Yeah, we got yep. along well. Yep. Always yeah. had somebody there to play uh, PlayStation with, so worked out good. Yeah. What'd you yeah. What'd you guys play? Uh, I remember that one game. Uh, it was a, uh, it was like a, to- a Toka touring car racing game. I remember that one for some reason. That one sticks out in my head. I don't know. Any race. Yeah, it was pretty anything yeah, racing. I remember, I remember hanging out. Uh, our time after work was uh, was at Bennigan's uh, a lot because <laughs> yeah. uh, nobody cooked. Uh, no. but where all our money went, I think. And then coming back, playing any racing game uh, on any system, mm-hmm. and then going race. So it was, it was pretty one sided, actually. Good time. Yeah, so. trips to the mall, you know, shit like that. Laundry needed done. Uh, we to like Walmart yeah. for new underwear, and, and <laughs> that's what I remember. That was it. Okay. Uh, so uh, let's. Well, how how did you get into uh, RC racing thing, and and when did you start? Um, I started when I was about ten or eleven years old. My brother got a a car, and, and of course, uh, he was my older brother. He was like 14, so I needed one. Had to, so uh, like he got a, a Tamiya Fox, and I got a Tamiya Frog, because I just couldn't save up the extra 20 or 30 bucks to get the, the nicer Fox or something better. <laughs> uh, definitely wasn't wasn't affording the, the completely awesome Kyosho Ultima uh, in the in the mail order catalog that we had, so uh, <laughs> at a local hobby shop just uh, sort of up the road from from my house, actually uh, uh, a couple blocks away, so we could ride our bikes up there and started hanging out. They they built an, a track at the local elementary school park, uh, just about quarter mile, half mile away from my house. Uh, that's how it all started. I was out there probably, probably maybe even nine or ten. Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So one of the hobby shop would uh, really helped us out a lot. Uh, he was a great guy, Eric Brody from uh, Southeast Hobbies in uh, Maple Heights, Ohio. Uh, I would I'd vacuum up the store, and he'd give me like the ten bucks to go racing parts. He'd just give me parts all the time. So it was, uh, it was great. I spent most of uh, most of my free time in childhood hanging out at that hobby shop, and uh, it was a good time. Yeah, probably do anything, you know, that, that 10 bucks, man. Yeah, whatever it took. 10 bucks for entry, sure. Why not? Oh, now, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't like it, was, it took me like 10 minutes. He was just kind of like, he was a good guy. He was a, uh, a former Marine. Uh, and, uh, no, he taught me a lot, too. It was, it was, it was a good experience. Uh, it didn't cool. give me too much, uh, but... He definitely afforded me a lot of opportunities. He was a great guy. Now, you grew up in uh, uh, near Columbus, was it? Ohio? No, actually, a, a suburb of Cleveland. 
No, oh, I was closer to Cleveland. Okay. Up on, yeah, up on the lake. Yeah. Gotcha. And, but it was just a, a southern Maple Heights. Maple Heights, that's what it was. Yeah. Bing introduced me to uh, Twista. Wasn't he out of uh, Ohio? The rapper Twista? Twista? I don't know. Was, you know, I don't know. Twista. Uh, oh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Dude, you know what? Yeah, you know what? I just had to, uh, I just, you know, this was something I vented on uh, before we interviewed you. Uh, I had to resync my iPhone. I was actually completely ready to play Bone Thugs and Harmony as your intro, and I don't have any of it on my phone right now, so, yeah. Yep, it was, I I had it all planned out. As soon as I knew we were going to interview you, I'm like, well, that's a no-brainer. And well, I don't have it, so I dropped. Them. I blame Apple. I blame Apple. So, blame yeah, Apple sorry, too. man. Uh, but so, what ba- did you did you travel? Like, was Wagon Hill the, like kind of like the the premier, like the to the big track that's closest to you? Is that uh, you know how you got bigger and you know faster and whatnot? Yeah, no, it, it definitely was. I didn't. I didn't travel too much. I pretty much uh, a big drive would have been eight hours into like Chicago to go race with uh, some of those guys with some big names. We'll go way back. Uh, Matt Ledger, associated guy, like made the main at the world, I don't know, maybe 89. And Shit. I'm a local guy out there. I can't, I can't even tell you, but those guys were, those were the good guys. And, uh, yeah. and then a little bit after them, uh, down in uh, Louisville, uh, Brian Dunbar, and he'd come right. back that's kind of where we we, we would meet uh, Columbus, Ohio mm-hmm. PRC wasn't really big yet uh, that indoor track but it was okay it wasn't really a draw for for any of the real competition until just about maybe 95, 96 right around that time uh, so Wagon Hill that was a big race uh, race in Medina race uh, yeah, a lot of the little places around there but uh, Wagon Hill was it was always one of my favorite tracks to go to. Uh, Memorial Day race. They gave away three hundred dollars to TQ every Memorial Day, so it was huge. Yeah. I travel around from there. Yeah. How many TQs did you get? For three hundred dollars, um, I don't think I Dunbar took it every time he went out there until maybe ninety, maybe ninety six actually. But ninety six might have been the, the year I, I finally snuck it from. I don't think I did it in ninety five. Uh, mm. 96. I think I got it. What did it. you buy with that $300? I uh, probably paid off my tab at the local hobby shop, is what I'm guessing I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It was definitely not a money making scheme. I would travel to every one of the, the money races, though. Uh, I remember going up to Erie, Pennsylvania. There was a money race up there, uh, mostly for TQs. Went down to West Virginia a couple of weeks. You know, you'd hear about it through the, the grapevine. And, me and uh, Nate Wagner, he was kind of my, for every, I think, uh, good drug, second one that, that kind of helped it. Mm-hmm. And with yeah. you, you do the uh, yardstick, so to speak, or, you know, to go out. Nate was, was definitely that with me. He was just as good as I was, uh, if not better, for uh, a large section of that time. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Brian Dunbar had uh, Jason Swite. It was fun. It was, it was a great guys. I really enjoyed it. it was, that was really the biggest part of racing, I think, was just kind of going out and hang out with with everyone. Yeah. 
traveling and chilling with your buddies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Six guys in a hotel room. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know, hanging out, going to new cities, uh, heading to, uh, you know, the local Walmart at 2 in the morning to uh, get more simple green and uh, play with the toys. Uh-huh. Ride a bike around. It was a good time. We were, uh, we probably caused some uh, low level uh, disruptions. Nothing too major. It was a good time. Not bad. Not a bad teenage experience. Life experience. That was it. I, and to be perfectly honest, uh, when the 96, I went to the 95 Nats down in, uh, oh, in Savannah, Georgia. Score? Georgia. Yeah. I think so. That was my first, like, big race. That was huge. I wanted to go to the, there was, I think it was the Nationals up in Michigan, maybe 94, uh, when I turned 16. But I was dropping off a, a girlfriend at her house, and I accidentally backed up and hit a car. Oh. And, I cost, and I had to go to that race. <laughs> so I had to skip that. That was, a, that was, that was very depressing still. Regret yeah. that. But that was, uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, maybe it was the truck nationals. Um, that looked like fun. I had, uh, I got the associated video, obviously, the end of that year. I yeah, I used to get them. Yeah. I still have a few of those on VHS tape. I don't know how I'm going to watch them ever again, but they're on the bookshelf. <laughs> Sweet. You have to get on eBay and order a VHS player. Yeah, I think my in-laws, oh, that's what I'm going to do. My in-laws have one of those VHS I'm taking like family movies and converting them to DVD. Oh, there you go. There. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to bring it next time we, we visit. We we'll go this summer. Not a bad idea. A do you have the video from the '96 Nats, the the group that recorded that? Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, I think it's actually. Uh, uh, technically, I have it, but I think uh, it's a shared copy that Todd Hodge and I bought together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh-huh. So I probably should return that to him. It's probably his turn to take a look at it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Hodge. You expect that back soon. Yeah, yeah, expect that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's your turn. You can have 10 years and, and give it back to me. I'll give him a cop. That was, that was a great video, too. That was the very, uh, probably the first time I've ever seen it, at least, where it was like Live RC today. Like, they had multiple cameras. So, you know, it covered the whole track. It was a great, you know, instead of somebody, you're used to videos where everybody was on a VHS recorder or on a uh, camcorder. And these guys set up these huge cameras and they did an excellent job. Yeah, no, I was a, uh, it was $20 well Jeff. spent. Yep. <laughs> uh, Jeff Hyatt, the owner of the, the shop kind of, kind of knew that. It was definitely, I think excited just to have all the, the guys out from, uh, across the country, all the factory guys, you know, this was a big deal for, for slippery rock, Pennsylvania, uh, yeah. in a lot of ways. And, uh, we were all excited just to have her around. Well, take us back to take us take us back to nine. Let's get in a time machine here, everybody. Oh. <laughs> and take us back to 1996. Let's say, what would it be like a, a week before the Nats, maybe? A week before? Yeah, uh, let's let's say a week before. What the you know? What kind of preparation? Give us the preparation and. Uh, oh no! I can I can tell you this is. I, I can go back to the summer before. Well, actually, we can start at that uh, the $300 race, uh, the Memorial Day race. Uh, and what year was this? I learned that uh, in 96. 
Yeah, uh, sucks, okay. We'll go back to why. We'll even uh, we'll identify even how I won this race uh, at the Memorial Day race. Yeah, let's break down. Let's break down everything, and including what you had for breakfast each day. Uh, I, okay, I think I got that all. It is all chucked up in a very tight <laughs> bank of memory uh, that I will never forget and relive over and over right. and over again. And, yeah. Glory days. So. Uh, you know, a, a quick a quick side note. Think, uh, both both Gotti and I were actually at the '96 Roar Nationals mm-hmm. in person. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't know each other at the time, but we were both there. <clears throat> All right. Well, well, uh, I'll we'll go through uh, that so, race is when. Uh, and it'll, it'll, this is where I'll I'll give all my credit and how uh, how I ended up uh, beating out a lot of guys with more experience and probably a lot more skill than, than I had. <laughs> Which was uh, someone figured out that studs worked pretty good. If our studs uh, worked pretty good on that track, and anything that worked pretty good and lasted what I would consider to be forever as a tire was my kind of tire to have. Uh, since my sponsorships were null and void uh, of, of anything, so uh, I, I mounted up a set of studs at that race and uh, started running them and flipping them around because I thought that would be a better idea, which actually did work out in the long run for me. But I ran those tires from a Memorial Day race. I'm out of two sets. I ran at every track I could throughout the summer until they wore down about halfway. So I probably had 30 weeks or days of racing on these things at least. And they're still about halfway down uh, and probably 200 runs on them at least. Uh, therefore, I had sauced them probably 200 times. Uh, and these were back in the, the Losey Silver Compound days. And oh, snap. Same thing. Fronts, fronts never wore out, really, uh, completely. And I, I knew, you know, worn tires worked, especially when the rears were working. I wasn't getting a new front, so... Uh, that's that's how, you know, like, I eventually sauced those tires so many times that they became not really we lost chris bang oh see that Ugh. just he was about to give away a setup <laughs> let's try and call chris bang back here hey what's up buddy hey i don't know if i hung up on you with my face or what happened there but i lost the call <laughs> no idea yeah where were we uh no i i sauced the tires like 200 times and i, I changed them from like a medium compound to a soft really um, front and rear, uh, and that was it. By the time the nap came around, people were trying a bunch of different tires. All the OC guys came. The associated guys, I think, were that was the the intro to the M3. So, and that's why all the associated guys were doing awesome, except for, uh, well, and then the OC guys were kind of you know hurting, trying to figure it out. Guys were making studs, cutting them down, trying to do make them look like mine, but that just wasn't enough. And I didn't know that at the time, really. Mm. I knew mine were a little bit softer, and I knew I was softening with this stuff, but so when it really came down to it, I knew worn tires worked, but that was something we used to do with X-Patterns, like, five years earlier. The old X-Patterns. Yeah, I remember uh, Scott Hughes was, he was pretty much the second fastest guy there. Didn't he finish second to Oh, you? yeah. I know he qualified second, you know, at the time, that was when Kinwald couldn't lose almost. And Kinwald and Hoda out the Gold Dust twins. And <laughs> yeah. He, he could have won everything. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, they would qualify. I want to say Kenwell was fifth. Pitch. Uh, fourth or fifth. Hoap was, you know, one or two behind him. And then I think it was a fourth Losey in the main. But that was also back in the day. It was, it was associated with Losey. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I want to say we were, it was like a four to, four to six main. And it was down. And, but it really came down to the tires. The tires were, were everything. That and... If you want to go to the week before the, the, the race, I was at that track. And you can go a week and a half before the race, I was at that track. So I showed up Friday or no, Thursday morning because I raced scooters on Wednesday night mm-hmm. and then drove because I was halfway to this track. That track was about two hours from my house. And then I drove and I stayed with uh, Dave McEwen and uh, Dave McEwen and Oh, who was his roommate at the time? But I, I crashed with them for a few nights until that weekend, and, and everyone started coming in. We, we stayed in the hotel from that point on. Well, remember we had Jason Rona on the show, Kirby? And he said uh, Bing knew a secret that nobody knew at the time. There you go. And it run, was the run tires. Run a set of tires 30 times <laughs> and saw some all the all okay, every time. Tires. <laughs> you saw the tires 200 times. They, uh, they eventually change a little bit. You, you make your own yeah. compound, yeah. Something like that, yeah, yeah. Uh, we figured that out a little bit after that race, but coming up to that race, I, I only had two sets of tires, so I, I didn't really have a great way of comparing. Uh, I wasn't running around testing everyone else's tires. Was, right. That's all I had. So, uh, yeah. So I couldn't even say I had that secret. I just knew that those were good enough and were better than anything else I tried. So, so why change it? Now you had your own motor man at that race. That was yep. That's my that was my one sponsor, uh, Dave Evans, also known as Scooter. Right, Scooter, local track owner. And yeah, that was uh, man. I don't I don't know how many times I heard the word privateer that weekend, but it was Prime a lot. Privateer, yep. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, well, you know, I think uh, most people consider that since uh, I didn't have you know I was the only one in the the main that didn't have a, a car sponsor, a tire sponsor, uh, any of that yeah. stuff. So. That was like the first time ever that you know, not a, a factory guy won a national. So it was it was history making. Uh, I guess uh, I haven't uh, tracked it year to year, but uh, I think that was the first time it, it happened at that point. Um, any motor secrets there between you and Scooter? Did you guys go back and forth motor with secret. anything there? Did you guys did you go back to him and say, ah, we need to do this or that, or did you try any brush? For you uh, younger guys, we used to have brush and spring combinations. <laughs> anything anything uh, cool there that you might be able to tell us? Do you remember what uh, uh, wine you ran? A 12 triple. Boom. Yep. I ran a 12 triple. They're all OEM Trinity stuff. People, okay. people, the young guys listening to this are like, what the hell's a 12 triple? 12 triple. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But, yeah. That's funny. Uh, 12 triple. Uh, I ran, I had perfect match batteries, uh, that I ran. I had two, I bought two new ones for that, uh, a month or so before that race mm. to the point where I didn't even have enough to, you know, you're only supposed to run those like once a day back in the day, you know, good, good old, not even really the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't have enough to run the AAA main. So that was yeah. really the uh, my relationship with Trinity, because uh, uh, they were they were there and more than willing to to lend me some 
some product to uh, so I could I could race the mains. So that was that was my start with Trinity. Uh, the third qualifier, my two or three year old Tekken outdated speed controller blew up on me. Uh, <laughs> luckily, that was post the TQ run because if it had blown up on me pre the TQ run. Uh, I don't really know what I'd have done, uh, but post the TQ run, um, Novak was there and Tekken wasn't, uh, and Novak was also very uh, accommodating to uh, to put their stuff in my car at that point, uh, <laughs> which I really appreciated. Tyria was there. Yeah, I remember that. Gave me a speed controller. Yeah, uh, started to watch me put it in my car, oh, and, and just was like, just, uh, just you can just get up, just get up, my. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it with my sidearm. Okay, Tyree. <laughs> pull up for me. If he didn't like the way I was doing it, I remember that. Uh, which he was right. Yeah, it's probably definitely right on that. And uh, no, it was great. It was it was, it was kind of a whirlwind. Uh, from the point, you know, I, I paid for my my entry fee into that track by doing track maintenance for the, the, the track owner. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. You just help me out with the track. So I I remember uh, my motor, we want to talk about motor stickers, my motor hung a brush in the first qualifier. So I only did like, huh. two laps. Oh, and I had man. a bent brush. Yeah, so I didn't finish it. So I came back. Luckily, that was a slow one. Fixed it, threw it back in my car, uh, put a new battery in, and then I went back up to uh, the second qualifier. Uh, and that was that was big. That was a uh, everything kind of swirled around at that point. Um, it was a good time. I, could, I I couldn't believe it. Actually, I'll tell you, in that qualifier, all I remember is the TQ at the time was I think a 402, um, 11 laps in 402, and I was running my run. And when they called time, I was trying to do the math in my head on my last lap, kind of like, oh crap, this is gonna be like a a 420. This is I, I thought I was doing better than that. <laughs> uh, that's what I was doing so I kind of finished the last lap almost depressed but confused at what seemed to be going on around me and the everyone's talking and you know people are right behind a driver's stand like you know I could hear the murmurs and I was like what? I don't know whatever and I finished and, uh, and that's when it was like 12 laps and I was like what? <laughs> that was cute at that point yeah it was I didn't even know what to do. And then I was trying to, I was just going out to do track maintenance, you know, at the end of the day and the track on Jeff came out and he's like, Hey, everyone's kind of looking at me like, what do you, you know, you never want to be the, the racer that's out there <laughs> to help himself. Like, he's like, just, you can go, you're done. Congratulations. <laughs> wow. Back anymore. I was like, I was like, no, I was, I kind of felt bad. I was like, well, I just set it Damn. all up. It's the, the rut mud. That was good. But uh, yeah, so that was that was it, and that was uh, the start of everything at, at that point. Uh, yeah, really, that was the the beginning of the of factory being. Yeah, which was a lot of fun. A lot of companies gave me a lot of opportunities. Uh, I got to uh, to work with Dillacy Junior, which was just a highlight of, of the next couple of years. Really, uh, I really loved going out and talking to him. And, and I had uh, changed my car a little bit. Uh, done a few modifications to uh, to it and uh, just talking to him about that type of stuff, why I did it. Uh, my car was, was not what you would have normally seen from a factory guy. Uh, <laughs> which, 
you know, some of it was purposeful, some of it wasn't uh, worn out out drive and things like that that I did purposefully because it really acted differently. Plastic chassis, that was huge. I remember asking Greg after the race, like, did, did everyone, does everyone of the factory guys run graphite? And he just kind of looked at me. He didn't even answer. He's like, like what? <laughs> like, I thought he was, well, the graphite chassis, you know, like, uh, I was like, do they, is that a common thing? Do you guys ever go back? Is this something different? You know, I never ran in California. And he's like, and he started shaking his head and called Kinwald over to discuss. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, yeah, that's not a, something they did. Um, yeah, so it was a great, but it was a great experience. I really, really enjoyed going out and working with those guys and being a part of the team. At the time, Team, team Losey was, just a lot of fun to to be on uh, to travel around the, the country on all these races and meet all the, the, the people from around the country and all the, the, the tracks uh, and, and a lot of premier facilities that was, that was a lot of fun so. did, did everything take off for you right after the nationals or did it uh, take some time there like how, how soon after the nationals were you like in the spotlight uh, no it was pretty quick uh, I remember, like, at that point, I was still a little, it was, it was a week, well, I went home, I get a, well, this is funny, I, I went home after that race, uh, and got home and, and kind of walked in, and this is pre-cell phone, things like that, my, my parents, who I hadn't talked to for most of that week, just because, uh, you know, I told them, I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm Tiki, and I'm like, oh, okay, good, congratulations, you know, and I got home, and I'm like, how'd you do? I said, I won. I said, oh, good. <laughs> Don't you normally win go there? You've been winning a lot there. Oh. Yeah, this is this was like a big race. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And they asked me to take out the trash. So, <laughs> I took out the trash. <laughs> I'm a national champ. I don't take trash out. That was what I was thinking probably when I took out the trash. Like, well, this looks not that much different. Which that was, you know. And then, uh, you know, so uh, yeah, that next week, I remember I went back to the track on Wednesday, uh, probably even Tuesday, and. I started realizing what opportunities just opened up. Uh, and I called MIP. There was a couple, you know, CVDs. That was the, had to have that. They had a lot of cool stuff I used. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was like, call. You should call these people. I was like, okay. I got up kind of the courage. I called MIP, and I got, I can't remember the guy. No, nah, it wasn't used to this, but his, uh, like, team manager at the time. Uh, and he answered the phone. I said, yeah, my name's Chris Bing. And I was calling. I was wondering. Wondering, uh, uh, I'd like to be sponsored by you guys. I was wondering if you guys are interested. And uh, he said, "Yeah, you know, uh, I really appreciate your call, but we only really sponsor like uh, factory level guys." <laughs> I understand. Uh, I was like, "Well, I, I was kind of told I, I should call you, but so." I, and I was like, "I, I just won the Monats." And he goes, uh, "What?" He goes, what, "What's your name?" And I told him. He goes, and he kind of paused. He goes, "Can you hold on a second? <laughs> and he's gone for like five minutes at least. Uh, and I just kept waiting, thinking like, maybe I should, what, uh, maybe I should just hang up. And finally he came back. He's like, no, okay. I think he had to confirm it. Uh, it was only like a day or two after the race. And, uh, I'm sure he didn't believe me. I sounded like a kid. Just, you know, <laughs> just a cold, cold uh, call that gets sponsored, yeah. Cold call, just tell him whatever he wants to hear. <laughs> I, I raced for Loki. Um, uh, I I just want to run that. That's what I remember. And that's about that's the only that's the only real call 
Yeah, for you younger kids out there, there was no internet back then, I don't think. Maybe it was just starting, but... Yeah, you couldn't Google, you couldn't Google, uh, you know, 1996 two-wheel drive national champion at that point. Right. Yeah. So that's why he was gone for more than five minutes. (laughs) Yeah, he was gone for a while. He had time to make another phone call. (laughs) Probably had to wait for a fax to come in. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And the uh, little digital, you know. Uh, pull it up, but no, that was that was that was fun. That was a uh, that was a good time. And after that, uh, you got the ball low. rolling. Yep, got the ball rolling. Mm. Uh, <laughs> lasted about about two years. For two years. Yep, lasted about two years. So, so where are we at there? We're ninety eight now, and then nineteen ninety eight. What's going on? Um, Trinity. Were you had, working down there at that point? Trinity was uh, 97. 90, 97, and then 97, the, the winter of 97. Uh, I knew pretty close I was going to stay in New Jersey uh, for the long haul. So I, <laughs> I headed back to Ohio and bounced around a little bit, uh, kept racing in California for a little while. Uh, but it was uh, it was really, actually, I was still in working at Trinity at the time and we went down to the Florida race and uh, I talked to Yuka Stinari and he said uh, he might not, you know, I was like, hey, when am when I going to see you again? He was running for low seat at the time. Uh, he said, I don't know. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to race in the next couple of years. Which I was shocked. I said, well, what's the matter? Why, why not? You know, mm-hmm. you got pretty much everything you need. It's all paid for. And he said uh, he had to do uh, mandatory service. For Finland. Oh wow! That shocked me. So that sucks. And I had a very negative response to it. So, you know, while I knew it existed, I, I just never put a, a face to it. I never knew anyone that had to do it. It was a, always something that I, I didn't know about, or it, didn't, it was kind of a distant idea. Right. And he, even though I had a, I was like, that sucks, man. I'm sorry. What can you do to get out of it? He's like, no, no, it's all right. That's what we do. Like everyone does it. So, you know, I'll be my two years, and I'm kind of looking forward to it. I remember just thinking how cool that was, uh, how unfortunate, you know, it, it was a it was a forced uh, thing in some ways, and how fortunate we were that we were in a, in a country that, that allowed uh, service uh, to be completely uh, volunteer. Right. Uh, and that really kind of started me out on, on that thought, like, you know, if I'm going to ever do this, this is the time. You know, I'm not going to wait. Like on thirty or something like that, you know, twenty right. at the time. Uh, so that was it. Started looking around, uh, kind of that summer, kicking around the idea, uh, finding what I would, would want to do. I remember in high school, and so I never even thought about it. Uh, I thought I saw the military is, is merely the uh, all around coming around, you know, crawling through the mud, which you know, I'm not. Uh, I think we might have lost you there a little bit, Bing. What's that? Yeah, we lost you a little bit there for a second. Uh, so what, what year was that you went in the military then? Uh, 98. End of 98. That was, that was a hard move to, to walk away from racing, which was almost like an addiction. You know, like, it was oh, yeah. hard to know that, you know, it's one thing to go to school or, or, or do stuff like that, or uh, you, you can still do both. I knew the military, if I, if I made that choice, it was going to be a... Uh, Kind of all all of that and nothing racing for for a good portion. So, but uh, I'm really glad I did. That was a, a great experience. But I went in uh, end of '98 and I joined the Marine Corps. 
uh, 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 five years. Five years. Wow. And then, uh, so that takes you up to, can't do the math, Kirby. 2011. 2003. No. <laughs> 2011. Yeah. yeah, I actually got a chance to race a little bit. Did you? While I was in the Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah, actually, uh, ran the Florida Winter Champs in 2000. I, yeah, I graduated from a school in, uh, on a Thursday. Uh, instead of a Friday, which was a weird thing. And we weren't allowed to take any, like, vacation while we were going to school. You couldn't take days off. You had to go to class. There was no, no options there. So this was my first ability after being in for a little over a year to, to take some vacation. But I only had to take a day. Uh, so I drove from Pensacola, Florida, eight hours Thursday night, to Tampa, called them the winter chance, like, hey, can I get in? You know, would you let me in? I'm not going to be there for practice or anything. I said, yep. I showed up Thursday night at the hotel and asked uh, the team what tires I should mount. <laughs> I those tires uh, and ran the triple X for the first time on Friday. Well, actually, I ran it at a, a local track, local indoor track in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, once or twice, preparing for the winter chance, at least weekends before. But uh, went down there, yeah, and I ended up, uh, I think I was in, might have been in the main in four-wheel drive. I think it took, I was in the B in two-wheel. Uh, Dang. That was good. Yeah, yeah, Junior was like, I'm going to send you away for another year, see if you come back. Uh, uh, it was good. Uh, even better uh, and stronger. <laughs> I learned something at that race, that uh, I used to go to tracks a lot with, with a great car, and it was good, and after spending a week of practice, I'd take a, a really good car. Kind of screw it up a lot of times, I think. <laughs> it's too much trying stuff. Right, too much tinkering. Yeah, too much tinkering. I think, uh, yeah. And I remember at that race thinking, wow, I almost TQ'd like the second round. I wrecked in the last lap. I was a little rusty. And and Hodap, I think, I was beating Hodap, and he ended up coughing first or second that round. And I bumped to like seventh or eighth. Uh, but I, I had no idea. I was just, wow. Well, Car work. I went from a tiny little low bite indoor track in Slidell, Louisiana, to uh, to a high bite big outdoor track in at a uh, Lake Park in Florida, which I've always loved that track. That was a, that was a good track for me. But the car so after that race, how how long uh, until you raced? Well, let's see. That was two thousand three, right? That was uh. Well, no, that was two thousand. Two thousand. Got lucky and. I raced a little bit, like a year later. I had a six-month uh, temporary duty in uh, Camp Pendleton, and I got to race at SoCal in 2000, like later, probably just uh, actually later that year, like the next uh, October, November, December time frame. So 2000 to 2001 winter, got to race at SoCal. That was awesome. Get back there, race with. Uh, with Ken Wald, who was still dominant at the time, and uh, and Ryan Cavalieri was a high school student. Yeah, uh, never heard of those guys, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, he was out there and, and just starting, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, it was already sponsored and was good. Uh, and then that was it. After that, back to uh, horrible, horrible Hawaii for a few years. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So now. Not a lot of racing at the time. I checked out, uh, so I didn't really race again until 2003 when I got 
uh, raced a little bit while trying to go to school. So you always stuck around it. You never completely put it away. No, no, I always tried. Uh, I went to school, and that was really hard to do both uh, at the level, really, just because uh, school sucked up so much time and money. Uh, mm. So if I wanted any money, I had to work. If I had any time to race, I couldn't really do both. So, uh, And then back... Uh, back for, for work to uh, to Hawaii and uh, did another few years there uh, which was which was great uh, but and then you know that was really the big gap right there between school and, and Hawaii until I got here my wife and I had a well we got married at that time and had a, a little uh, rug rat in Hawaii for our first one moved back here and had a second one and that was the you know this is the, the first year, so yeah, I got a, got a little, almost turned four and uh, 18 months. So where did where did you meet your wife, Clarissa? I was in the Marine Corps, uh, and she was in the Navy. Uh, and mm. we, uh, I always worked in like a joint environment with all the services. Uh, but I had a temporary, she was a Vietnamese linguist uh, huh. working at a, a site in Hawaii. And... I had a little two-week, maybe a two-week stint where I had to go up and work in her section. That's when we met, started dating in 2001. Did you uh, say, hey, I'm the 1996 offer? That's what I always led with, yeah. That was always yeah. good <laughs> with everyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kirby uses that a lot. Yeah, well, yeah, well, he's got a lot more national championships. Yeah, yeah. Probably even more impressive when he says it. Yeah, he used it. He used it uh, two weeks ago, actually, at at a St. Patrick's Day party. Yeah, really. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he was dancing with some chick. He said, "I'm a seven-time national champ." And she says, "I want to dance with you." Yeah. But, uh, so, so, so that's how. Like, so that's how you got. That's how you met Clarissa, and that's uh, he just laid down the '96 champ thing, and boom. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's always been hard to explain to the uh, the non RC enthusiasts. Uh, yes, how how did you do that actually? Did you, uh, did you? I don't know. Actually, I don't remember doing that. Actually, I think it might have been done for me. So this was uh, somewhere around. No, no, I don't think I was dating her at the time. I remember I was at a went to like a, a party at a friend's house, and it was you know like twenty, thirty people. And they were Googling people's names. Uh, oh, boy. You know, air quote, famous people with similar names or the same name. And one of the guys brought it up. Kind of <laughs> like Chris Bang, and he started naming off stuff. And then he was, kind of realized it was like Trinity Tech Talk stuff or something. I was like, <laughs> yes. what the hell? And then, yeah, then you get to explain. So that was when I think that was really when all my my friends in the the military and things like that kind of learned about it, which is actually one of those guys who who's uh, kind of talked me into coming out this early. Uh, having an eighteen month old is, is is time consuming in some ways, you know. But my wife was uh, has always been at you know like why don't you do it again? You know I've always loved doing it. Uh, it was just a matter of kind of. I don't know. Taking the first step had been out so long, nothing. You know, I still had cells and brushed motors, and <laughs> I got no, you know, 
Rhode Island. I dusted off the triple X. That was a good time. Came out and got the juices flowing again. So you dusted off the triple X and you went to, was your first race at uh, the track? At the, I, uh, yeah, the track. At the track, yeah. yeah. They put in dirt. That was, it was all kind of a, <laughs> our buddies in, uh, here in D.C. is kind of who I was in the Marine Corps with. Uh, knew that I raced and had always kind of been in, but he never raced. He always uh, kind of wanted to and, and played with them a little bit. And he was like, "Come on, let's go." We'll go to the, you know, there's tracks around and stuff like that. I was like, oh, "Yeah, let me, hold on, let me look into it." You know, I looked around for some tracks and things like that. And finally, October first, uh, I think it was. He's like, "Mimi, he sent me pictures of the track at, at Mimi's, and it was it was awesome looking." You know, Really great looking dirt track, uh, good facility. Said, all right, let's um, I'll pull up next weekend with you. We'll check it out and we look at it in real life. Uh, I showed up. The first layout, especially, was was just awesome. Uh, really well done, built really well. And you know, I was at Mimi's like 12 years earlier, racing 12 scale with <laughs> Chet when we were working at Trinity. Uh, that was the last time I, I I was there, so it was a little weird. To, pull up and kind of remember and, and have that but the third track was good uh, I liked it I thought alright I'll bust out all the old bags that have been sitting in basement storage and garages for the last uh, how long and how many moves across the Pacific they went through and bust it out went up there for like a practice day just kind of run and start testing new stuff my buddy was lending me you know brushless systems and then Lipo packs. That's really awesome. Not to have to cut a motor again. Yeah. Right? Like Just keep I'm it in there forever? A, looking at a Trinity lathe right now <laughs> with a a motor thing of brushes and a Sharpie marker and a four-cell. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't even know what to do with it. I feel like I should put it in some sort of like little blast. You know, yeah. historical piece. <laughs> Call the Smithsonian. The little blue Tupperware container that I got. <laughs> so that's awesome. This new stuff, man. In fact, I just—I mean, I, I completely rebuilt my car. About three seconds. I don't have to take the motor out. I don't have to do anything. Mine are all free. I dust it off. I don't know what to. I feel like I should do more work. <laughs> <laughs> I ran it many times. Like, I shouldn't. Shouldn't there be something? Yeah, it's nuts, I isn't it? Do, but I greased up some some out rounds. The disc still good. It's crazy. I love it. This is awesome. I mean, this is what made, the, the time I remember it taking. It just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it would have made racing back in the day way more fun. Actually, it would have gave you a lot more time to BS and, and chill. Yeah, no, a lot more fun, a lot cheaper. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, some of the initial costs went a little higher now, but you got a motor and, you know. But that goes everything. a long way. Yeah, it just is is done. You know, a lot of adjustments where before we had to have a lot of extra stuff that you needed for tweaking, you know, different brushes, springs, and, and things like that to, uh, you know, we always had enough power in, in off-road at least, uh, but the power band was important. The only way to really adjust that, uh, especially back in the day, was with, you know, timing of the motor, which, you know, different brushes, springs, and that changed your braking, and all these little things that kind of were little bit of an art you got something that you liked uh, I, was, I don't really like it just to stay consistent but yeah it was a it was a big deal uh, yeah. now it's it's done it's 
that part is good. And it's just awesome. Uh, I enjoy it even more. You know, throw some new oil in my shots. Mm. Our, our big race this weekend, and I'm done. I'm ready. So, uh, looking forward to it. Uh, you guys coming down? You guys coming down Saturday for the Pro Line Shootout? We're still in discussions about that. Yeah, we, did. yeah. yeah we didn't, I didn't realize Easter was it. I didn't realize Easter was early this year, and for me that kind of kind of poses a problem for me to go down there yeah. and then come right back up. So, yeah, you kind of threw a yeah. uh, a wrench in the works. I yeah. didn't even realize it was Easter next weekend either. As a matter of fact, I figured it out when uh, yeah, this weekend when uh, I was watching Supercross and they're like. Well, we're off next weekend for Easter, and I was like, "Oh, uh, oh yeah, what? damn, yeah." So I, we, we, you know, we just might, if we can't make it this weekend, we're definitely going to make it down there for one of her big races there. So she has a lot more throughout the year. Yeah, I know she's talking. Uh, she wants to do uh, an AKA race. Yeah, brother. Yeah. So I think we're going to try to do that as a kind of an opening weekend race. So. I suggested uh, doing a, a tire handout. We're going to kind of float that idea around to see. Oh, that's pretty cool. Response to it, yeah, and have a sort of a, a fall, aka capital championship or something like that. Uh, right. Well, maybe we'll uh, make it to that yeah. one. So. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, she has, she has great turnout. I mean, there's a lot of great guys, a lot of competition in this region and a lot yeah. of racers, so impressive that they can run you know 200 entries plus 250 I don't even know because it's a mid-Atlantic but there's like 90 two-wheel drive modified guys alone wow and they do that in a day so, so it's impressive she runs a good show uh, great track and really lucky to be in this this area and have that uh, that opportunity no doubt and uh, do you have any sponsors now yeah, let's yeah, uh, so, uh, give, some, give some sponsor love. I guess we should. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, Team Losi is uh, has always been a huge supporter, uh, and I, I can never ask for anything more. Uh, so they're still backing you up, huh? So they've, uh, they've, they've, yeah, they've uh, picked me back up. That's awesome. Showing me a little love, uh, much yeah. appreciated. Uh, it was either that or Traxxas. That or Traxxas. Well, yeah, that would definitely be my second choice. Yeah. TRX-1. Oh, God, the wing body. I love that car. It did not work without that wing on, though. I remember. Steve and Dave Brummett, who some brothers, they were the first guys to show up at a track with, you know, not a non Losi associate. And I remember looking at it going, what is that? Silly thing. This is going to be comical. And then you watch it go around the, the tracks, the rough tracks that we used to race on. You went, oh, oh, those arms are like 12 inches long. And huh, <laughs> it didn't flip over on that rut. How did that happen? <laughs> yeah, so that was, I remember that was a big, big trend. Everyone had to try that at one point back in like the early 90s or something. Uh, uh, yeah, no, no, um, AKA. Uh, I actually chose AKA, uh, sent them a little race resume based solely on the fact that uh, I learned that was where uh, the, uh, Gil Losey Jr., Joel Johnson, uh, Mark Cavides, uh, it, adventure, I'll, I'll call it, 
not a venture, a business venture, but an RC adventure. And I thought, man, uh, that's a success. Like, you know, you can see that coming before. Uh, Yeah, that's a trifecta. Yeah, you know, like, you you have everything you need. I'm Uh, surprised Pavitas didn't turn you down. I would have been a little upset from 96 still. (laughs) uh, Well, uh, let's see. Was he, he might not have been there. Was he not there? No, he was there. He was, yeah, I can't imagine him not. Uh, but that was a non-world. Uh, Mark's at a different level of racing. He's, he preps yeah. for, I'm sure he had an on-road race. He had to go win a world championships in that. <laughs> was where he goes and wins the, the one the next year. Uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, Well, he, you know, I don't know. I got along with Mark. So did, uh, did Losi send you another triple X, or did they hook you up with the newer car? Yeah, they actually uh, hooked me up with a newer car. Apparently, yeah, uh, <laughs> another triple X. Uh, although I ran that triple X for quite a while, I wish I uh, I got the the twenty two together to to hit up to Motorama. Other than that, had a, a day or two on it before I I went to such a a big event uh, with with Brandy. That was also the first day I I got my uh, my first order from AKA that Friday. Uh, so I'm still, I'm taking it a little slow, uh, and, and just now kind of getting all settled in. I mean, this is the first time I've kind of torn down the car and, and, and done a, a rebuild check on it to see what, what needs anything done to it. Nothing, yeah, we saw, nothing. we saw you out there in Motorama and, uh, Kirby and I saw you out there and we gave you eight by 10 autograph, eight by tens of ourselves. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, I got them up here in the pit, so. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, that was a good time. That was my first time at Motorama, too. Uh, great race, great facility. Uh, looking forward to next year. Right? Oh, your first time there. Yeah, no, uh, uh, a couple friends went back, you know, in like the 90s uh, when it was a much smaller event and a few things. Yeah. But Cleveland out there was that was a good, I guess, six, eight-hour trip, um, yeah. mm. which, again, was kind of outside of my standard travel for right. races and uh, I think Motorama back then wasn't as uh, as big of an event as it is now so uh, yeah it's yeah, gotten it huge first time. yeah and it was right after we had a pretty big race every year in Columbus Ohio it was about two hours from my house so I think that always kind of trumped it for me uh, yeah so your ne- next big race is this weekend coming yep yeah this weekend uh and then after that, uh, the temp will actually probably go up, and, and I get to start the, the the process all over again, sort of. And the A scale, A scale electric, so it'll be a low CD. Oh, uh, sweet! Uh, and an A scale tire order going in. Uh, are we going to see Chris Bing at the eight scale? Uh, are we going to see you at the eight scale nationals? LCRC, I uh, can't can't pass up. Uh, uh, I've heard the facility is awesome. I haven't been up there. But, uh, I think that's going to be the next, uh, I won't say big race. Hopefully I'll, I'll hit a couple here in the area, in the mid-Atlantic uh, region. There's a, a lot of great tracks around here. I used to have my favorite class uh, was always 10-scale four-wheel drive. So, you know, eight-scale four-wheel drive sounds like more fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Love outdoor, big outdoor tracks, uh, big power really, you know, push some of these uh, brushless 
and, and lipo. I can't imagine. Uh, it's I right up your alley. Really, for the first time. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I mean, I still love Tempsteel, uh, Indoor. I, I really love to go to the Worlds. Uh, my, my goal this year was to, uh, to do the Ithmar Worlds in, in Northern California. Uh, except, we'll see. Uh, I'm a DOD civilian that just was told we are definitely getting sequestered. Uh, so, uh, I have to wait until the world in a couple more years. We'll see. Hard to, hard to make that plan this early. You know, both my wife and I uh, are DOD civilians, so we're going to take gotcha. a take that for about six months. Good uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, damn, that'll be cool. 8-scale electric. Sweet. But yeah, you know, electric 8-scale is going to be a lot of fun. Really looking forward to going to that. Uh, that's definitely on the on the schedule, on the calendar for me. So Yeah, it seems like that's really, like... I like racing. Like it seems like that's the uh, the pattern. Like, you know, winter times, uh, you know, you go in two wheel drive mods, the premier class, obviously, and then once outdoor starts, eight scale buggy, premier class outdoors. You know, whether whether it be nitro or e buggy, but yeah, yeah man, yeah. can't wait to see you yeah. up there, dude. Nitro, I think, is going to be in my future. Uh, both the uh, electric nationals, just a, a few hours away, and the left, I think, nope. about two and a half. House, no brainer uh, and electrical being a little more in my comfort zone there you go well you'll have to stop by the radial impound tent you'll have a tent yeah we had a tent last year nice. at the 8 scale nationals is that, where, is that where you park the limo yeah the smart car limo <laughs> um, oh, yeah thanks for sending that by the way I appreciate that no problem mm-hmm. so we'll see you at the nationals if we don't see you this weekend we'll see you at the Nats Sounds good, man. Bring some of that 96 magic back. Maybe you can get a uh, national title in 2013. Dude, how sick would that be? That'd be awesome. I'll tell you what, uh, uh, pretty much the same uh, goal I had at that race. I'm a, if, I, if I'm in the top 20, I'll be very happy. <laughs> we need, hey, we need to get uh, AKA to make some Ifmar studs. Ifmar studs? Uh, <laughs> I, you know what you're talking about? <laughs> Not a bad idea. Mm. Like, where are you going with this? As long as I stand up there. All right, Bing. Yeah, man. It's good right. to catch up with you. Give some shout-outs to your sponsors, uh, to the family, all that stuff. Because we know you got some fans out there, some uh, family members on our page, man. A lot of Bings on our page. <laughs> oh, that's probably my wife. She's uh, she's enjoying this. Uh, she uh, she gets a kick out of what what used to be. I mean, I'm mean, surprised every time there's any any comments of of people remembering that. Right that long ago. <laughs> uh, and she's been really supportive. Uh, yeah, I really appreciate it. There's no way I can do this without her uh, her help, really. Uh, I think all the guys out there know that they have little kids and families. Uh, Give it up for her. Like have, Where's uh, the rules? Supportive wife. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, sometimes they don't even care, you know. Sometimes they don't even want to hear about it. So it's cool that you have a wife that enjoys it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, uh, She's been she's been helpful. She, I think you know she sees how much I've uh, I've enjoyed it and how much I kind of missed it. Uh, how I always used to you know talk about it. Um, it was a good time. A lot of good friends you know I, I made along the way, and that's that's always been uh, a big part of racing. I think it's as much as I, I love to tinker with the cars and and do the stuff. Uh, there's a lot of good guys, uh, good friendships uh, along the way. It was always fun. But yeah, and I'd also like to, to thank 
to both the uh, Horizon hobbies. You know, it's a little different now, uh, but better. You know, now now I get to uh, come in with a a radio sponsor uh, along with a car sponsor, uh, mm-hmm. which is which is nice. Uh, yeah, you know, having all those electronics and stuff. Uh, really impressed with everything uh, they've sent me so far. Uh, it's been great, and AKA. Very impressed with, with everything I've seen from them, uh, which I completely expected. You know, they're uh, they're just now starting uh, to really do a, a ten scale push, uh, and I think they're doing a great job at it. Everyone I talk to in A scale is uh, kind of talking about how they've they've led the way since they started. And this is a really company. I think two thousand eight, maybe two thousand nine. So just in a few years. Um, of course, we're talking about 30-plus years from three, you know, world champion-level guys uh, right. that, have, that have done this. So that's really what it's it's all about. This company was, you know, 90 years of experience just with that, uh, as well as Greg Hodap. Uh, you know, everyone knows he's no slouch, especially in the off-road tire world. Uh, so I'm sure he's more than helpful. Uh, but I don't know. I haven't talked to him. So, uh, you know, so far, that's, that's it. I haven't, uh, haven't really uh, locked down or, or picked a, an electronics company, speed controller, motor-wise yet. Uh, right. That's a hint, different hint, world now. You know, but, hint, hint companies that are listening to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure everyone is uh, waiting at their computer for the, the download. Uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, yeah. You know, you contact Radio Impound Podcast, and uh, you guys can let me know how many offers I get tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Radio Impound at gmail.com. Send in your uh, <laughs> offers, and we'll go through them. Give us, the your best. Best, give us your best pitch to pick up Bing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, because that's how I got it. <laughs> yeah. No, I really appreciate it. It was good, good catching up with you guys. I was hoping yeah. we talk a little March Madness. You know, uh, I'm a big yeah. Ohio State fan. That was a that was yeah. an exciting game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I see they're moving on. They are Not moving a... on with a uh, buzzer beater, uh, three yeah. corner, and uh, a sweet sixteen. About, yeah, Florida Gulf Coast team. Yeah, yeah, that was fun to watch, man. Yeah, we uh we t- we discussed this a little bit. We were not we're not big uh NCAA college. Uh, you know, I'm not into not into March Madness. Uh, I'll admit it. No? Nope. Into March Madness. That's nope. the only basketball I watch anymore, really. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Which isn't too much, but, uh, nah. I'll cheer for the underdog. Like, I'll, I'll, cheer, I'll pull for uh, Florida Gulf Coast. It's a good story, you know? Yep, great story. You gotta pull for the underdogs. It's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. And they're, they're just, I don't know. I'm not a huge basketball fan, but they, they are fun to watch. Uh, yeah, I saw the highlights. They, they, they call it Dunk City. Yeah, so we'll see. And that's going to be a good game. They're playing Florida. That's, that's mm. huge. Florida Gulf Coast. It's almost like a community college sound of place. <laughs> uh, University of Florida. The head coach's <laughs> wife is on the cover of Maxim magazine. Shut up. Yep. Really? you got to put that up, put that up on her page. The What's that? I can see how that could happen. They were showing her at the Georgetown game. Yeah, uh, that they they won. She was in the stands. Uh, we, you know, model. you know what I heard today on on Sports Center when they were showing the highlights. 
that this Florida Gulf Coast was only around since like 2007 or or eight. So it's uh, you know a pretty so, darn yeah, new school. Program, I think is really new. I mean, the, the school's been around for oh, maybe, okay, maybe it is. Okay, maybe it is about you're right. But I think the bat, the basketball program is only a couple of years old or something like that. Yeah, gotcha. Something that's what it was. They're on the map now. Crazy. But, hey guys, I had to cut it short, but uh, I think my nope. cell phone's dying, and and I hear a couple of kids upstairs. That, well, uh, wait a minute, we're gonna ditch you before uh, you ditch us. So. <laughs> is that, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, saying chat more. I mean, uh, I mean, the limo's here to pick me up, take me to my next engagement. Uh, Wait, hold on here now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the limo has arrived, Bing. You are out the door. I'm sorry, but we gotta let you go. Because we can't, we can't pay, we can't pay for the limo any more than what we have already. We got till nine o'clock to get you back home. That's what B-level celebrities get. That's cool. That's yeah. <laughs> did you mention Radio Impound as your sponsor? I don't know if you did or didn't. Mm. I'd like to thank Radio Impound. You did add, did add about uh, half a gram to my wing. So, uh, you know. Woo. Mm. But but a lot of cool points, and that's really what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, let's get right. real. The um, I was gonna say to here, the limo drivers outside. I can hear him honking the horn already. <laughs> <laughs> you hear him? Oh, all right, guys. Have I sufficiently been uh, been asked to leave the show? Is that am I am I good now? Yeah, you have to go. <laughs> I have to go. There's there it is. I hear it. I hear the. Uh, the smart car limo with the uh, apparently clowns driving it. <laughs> wow, so so late earlier. The uh traffic gets you every time. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I really appreciate you guys having me on the show. Uh, I enjoyed it. We'll, I'll definitely do this again if you guys will have me. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll catch up with you either, whether it be at Mimi's or up at LCRC, we will catch up with you. That sounds good, man. All right, Bing. Have right, a good one, buddy. All right, you guys, too. Keep it up. Later. All right, thanks. See you, bud. Take care. Later.